You're listening to DraftKings Network. Folks, Mother's Day is around the corner, and let me talk to you about 1-800-Flowers. I can't wait. Every year to tradition, I send stuff to my mother, my mother-in-law, and my wife because they are three amazing moms. They're better than all your moms out there. You think you have good moms? No, I have good moms in my life. I'm just kidding. This was a little harsh. I'm sure you guys all have good moms too. From your mom to the mother of your children and all the moms in between, this Mother's Day, give back to the ones that have given you everything. 1-800-Flowers helps you celebrate all amazing moms from homemade bouquets, sweet treats, gourmet food, and one-of-a-kind gifts ordered easily and delivered fresh. For a limited time, you can save up to 40% off Mother's Day bestsellers at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Don't wait. Order today and save up to 40% at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. The Dan Lebitard Show with Stu Guts is presented by 1-800-Flowers.com, DraftKings' official flowers for Valentine's. This is the Dan Lebitard Show with the Stu Guts Podcast. We're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code Dan for a special offer when you sign up. That's code Dan, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Billy, one of the cool things about Radio Row Super Bowl week is you reunite with old friends. Mm. Old friends who couldn't find you because certain producers have moved on. He didn't have anyone's number. And now we have been reconnected with Aaron Schatz. This is very exciting. How are you, sir? I'm good. Good. I'm good. Uh, we don't have your music. I apologize in advance. Our listeners are going to be very excited about this, by the way. I said I was going to sit in for Little John and go shots, 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 every time I answer a question. Right. I just called you shots. Yeah. yeah it's fine. <laughs> I'm used to it. It's all good. I think I've called you shots every time you've been I, on with us. Even though the song goes shots. It's shots, shots. That's the song. Shots, right. shots, shots. So what are you doing now? What are you doing with yourself? So I'm now at FTNFantasy.com. Nice. There's been some changes in the last few months. I'm the chief analytics officer. We wow. have a, uh, a whole page devoted to my DVOA stats. Excellent. At ftnfantasy.com slash DVOA. But FTN is a big site where you have all kinds of, I mean, we already have fantasy projections for 2024 and best ball rankings, but then also DVOA still going back to 1981 and all the splits for this last season, you know, by down, red zone, all the stuff that helps you with props. Uh, all at ftnfantasy.com. CAO, Billy. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have a chief title now. Yeah. You love being a chief, don't you? It's pretty you cool. <laughs> They've introduced me a couple places as chief's analytics officer. And I'm right. like, yes, all I do is analyze the chiefs because they keep making the stupid Super Bowl every year. So I just have to just analyze them all the time. Are they good? Is this chief's team good? <laughs> Are the chiefs yeah, good? Yeah. I mean, no, they're good. Billy, it's, not as good as, it's not as good as a couple of the that's, previous years. That's why I asked, yes. But the defense, this is the best defense they've had as part of the Mahomes era. But, you know, that thing where the offense seemed a little discombobulated during the regular season, we were not imagining that. Like, it really was a thing. Yes. That's why I asked the question, because the other Chiefs teams that made it to these Super Bowls, they were expected to be there. This team, not so much, right? Like, a lot of people doubted this team even going into the playoffs. I mean, we had them fifth overall after the regular season. Right. So for the team that's fifth overall to make the Super Bowl is not a shock. But Baltimore was so strong during the regular season. Baltimore and San Francisco both ranked among the top 10 teams I've ever measured with DVOA in 43 years. Really? So to beat Baltimore was outstanding. On the road. And to beat Baltimore and San Francisco would be, I mean, it would basically be the toughest path to a Super Bowl title 
of any team ever passing the 2007 Giants. So I know what DVOA is. Dugas knows what DVOA is. But for the listener who doesn't, what is DVOA? So that's the main analytics stat that I use. Yes. DVOA stands for Defense Adjusted Value Over Average. We take every play, we look at the success based on the down and distance, and then we adjust that to a league average baseline, which is adjusted for situation and opponent. Better than zero means good offense. Worse than zero means good defense. Let me ask you a question. Because when the Lions were doing their thing and when they were going potentially making it you know, to the Super Bowl, Dan Campbell was criticized for going for it on fourth down. And that has been something in the analytics community that has been kind of, you know, a point of contention. Do you go for it? Do you not? Do you punt? Do you kick a field goal? And Dan Campbell is just an uber-aggressive coach. Yeah. And he intentionally or unintentionally found himself in the crosshairs of people that do not like analytics of going for it on fourth and short, when I don't believe Dan Campbell was consulting <laughs> the analytics in no. any way whatsoever. He was trying I mean, to be the toughest coach so in the stadium. essentially, how do you feel as an analytics guy for Dan Campbell being the face of your movement? I have no problem with Dan Campbell being the face of my movement because I love the fact that he both is a motivator of men who wants to bite your kneecaps off and he understands the analytics. I mean, he didn't have the analytics forefront of his mind, but he understands the analytics, which mm. is why he's gone for it on fourth and short all year. But when it comes to that, I'm with Alex Anzalone, who posted something, I think, today at the Players' Tribune about it's not about analytics. It's about this is our attitude as a team, right? This is who we are. We, this is what we believed in. This is where our adrenaline was. We go for fourth and short. And by the way, the other thing is their kicker does not have a particularly good record on long kicks. That was not a short kick, and Badgley is not a great kicker. Mm. It's, uh, it's interesting. You have to, like, even you as a, as a guy who goes by the numbers, you would say that occasionally if you're a coach, you've got to go by feel, right? Right. Yes. But this was Campbell going by feel. Right, it's you're just, right. Yes. It's just normally when coaches say, I went by my gut, what they mean is I was conservative. In right. this case, Campbell's gut yes. was aggressive. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing. This is who he is. This was his gut. This is what his, he felt his team was doing right. On the first one, I mean, they had Josh Reynolds. The play worked, but Reynolds dropped the ball. Right. So he just he felt this is what his team was doing well. Let's go out and do it. Aaron, I feel like we have a golden opportunity here, right? Because I love football. You love football. Stugatz loves football. Yes, I do. There's so many people that love football, but this analytics thing is dividing football fans. There's the people who like it, the people who don't. I feel like maybe there's a way that we can kind of unify everyone, bring the worlds together, and have an analytic that's based on feel or based on gut. <laughs> yes. So we have like a gut analytic. Yes, you know what I, I mean? I yes. hate to tell you, but it's very different from what analytics usually is. Now, that's well, how, well, that's listen. Right. I'm, I'm We're not someone. You I certainly no, no. Right. Certainly, it's <laughs> right. like you know, winning games in the snow. Winning games in the snow would be worth more, right? Uh, and you know, just tough tackle. We'd have to grade tackles based on how tough the tackle, like Ooh, just how TTs. how hard is like the that. hit? Tough tackles, like a hard hit tackle. Right? Ooh, HH tackle. I mean, I can tell you this: that Austin Eckler, who is a weekly guest on this show, would tell us there were times when Brandon Staley would go for it, and they'd be like, "What are you doing?" Like on the sidelines, actively, like, "What are you doing here?" Brandon Staley is the one coach in the last couple of years who's gone for it a couple of times when the analytics said don't. Right, mm. that's the problem. Right, like yes. so, it's interesting that he went further than even what analytics say, and then he got so much uh, criticism that first year that the second year he kind of turtled up right. when it came to the analytics. But 
Um, you, one of those plays that analytics said don't go for it won him a game. They threw uh-huh. a touchdown to Mike Williams on something like a fourth and seven against the Chiefs. This is early in his first year with the Chargers. And that won him the game. So sometimes being over, you know, it's like anything with your gut. Sometimes being over-aggressive works. Sometimes being over-conservative works. But in general, it's being aggressive but not too aggressive that works most of the time. Who's the biggest dummy? Who's the biggest <laughs> dumb coach? <laughs> well, I don't want to say dumb coach, but I will say that we have a thing called aggressiveness index that looks at how often coaches go for it on fourth down compared to what the average coach does. Right. And Josh McDaniels and Antonio Pierce from the Raiders were the bottom two guys last year. Mm. But that doesn't, I mean, Antonio Pierce is great at a lot of things like motivating his players. I would love for him to get smarter about analytics. Who went for it the most? Uh, I think it was uh, either Campbell or Jonathan Gannon from the Arizona Cardinals. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, the Ravens, just based on what you told us earlier, the Ravens, in your mind, probably the best team in the NFL. When you consider, yes. you said Ravens, San Francisco. Baltimore blew San Francisco out on the road. Yes. Blew everybody out. Yes. That's the thing about Baltimore this year. Look at the wins they had against good teams. Detroit blew them out. Miami blew them out. Houston in the first week of the season blew them out. In the playoffs, again, huge. Uh, Cleveland, the first time they played, blew them out. Uh, Baltimore was just an amazing, dominant, really well-rounded team this year, and I do not understand their offensive philosophy in the in the playoff game. Why they did not run against what was clearly the Chiefs' weakness, right. which is run. Defense. How often does the do the best teams not make the Super Bowl? Shock. It happens a lot. Yeah, it yes. happens a surprising amount. And here's an interesting thing, because my numbers go back now to 1981. The best team in the league won the Super Bowl a lot more in the 80s and 90s than in the 2000s and 2010s. I have no idea what has changed, Mm -hmm. but there are all kinds of teams like the 2019 Ravens and the 2010 Patriots, like all these teams from the last few years that were really good and then lost in the playoffs, and that doesn't even get to teams that lose in the Super Bowl like the 2007 Patriots. That is uh, that is fascinating. You ranked. Uh, I read. I think it was you who wrote this. You ranked all the Super Bowl winners. Yes. From uh, from the best team to the worst team. Yes. Who was the worst Super Bowl champion of all time? The 1970 <laughs> Baltimore Colts mm. were my pick as the worst Super Bowl champion of all time. They Why? Played, well, they played an amazingly easy schedule. Is that Unitas? Because it was it was uh, Unitas. Uh, okay. But. He had a lot of picks. Okay. Uh, it was very late in his career. They played a really easy schedule because it was the year after the merger. So they moved into the AFC with all the AFL teams that were mostly inferior to the NFL teams. So they had a really easy schedule. They won the Super Bowl on a last-minute field goal yep. by a rookie kicker. So mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're sort of considered the weakest Super Bowl champion ever. Really quick before we wrap and before we promote your site one more time, who was the worst or who was the best loser? The best team to lose the Super Bowl is the 2007 Patriots, followed by the 1983 Washington Redskins. Really? Who the Redskins lose to that year? The Raiders. That was when Marcus Allen ran oh, all right. over yes. them. Yes. But they had a good team. They won some Super Bowls, that team, right? Yeah, that team had won the Super Bowl the year before, and they were defending it, and they had a fabulous regular season. Their regular season in 83 was much better than their regular season in the strike season in 82, but then they got to the Super Bowl, and Marcus Allen just went ham. Can you say that Patriot team that lost one game with Randy Moss is, is there an argument to be made it's the greatest team of all time? <laughs> yeah, there's definitely an really? argument to be made. Yeah, <laughs> If you look at DVOA, including playoff performance, they come out as the third best team behind really? 1991 Washington and 1985 Chicago Bears. 
So the 85 Bears are the greatest team in NFL history. I have not the, the I have undefeated Dolphins. Not the, the undefeated Dolphins. The undefeated Dolphins played a very easy schedule. Oh, wow. that, that's wow. the thing about analytics. Wow. It's like they beat every team. Frauds. Others. Wow. In fact, I Frauds. think Frauds. The, 73, <laughs> the 73 Dolphins. 73 Dolphins were a right. better team than the 72 Dolphins. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. But they didn't lose. That's the most important metric. I mean. <laughs> they played a very easy schedule. Shot for your life. Yeah. Larry Bird. Or J.J. Reddick. J.J. Reddick. <laughs> Larry Bird, I'm from Boston. Of okay, good. All right, All right now, good. How about Larry Bird, okay? <laughs> Larry Bird, Michael Jordan. Shot for your life. I'm from Boston, but I, I have to say Jordan. Oh, boy. Wow. Sorry to tell Blasphemy. you. It's over. Bird. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. What? Anyway, thank you, man. Promote one more time on the way out uh, what it is you're doing. FTN Fantasy. That's my new site. FTNFantasy.com. Go to FTNFantasy.com slash DVOA. And you can subscribe and get all the DVOA stats as well as articles by me, Dan Pizzuta, Brian Knowles, and my whole crew. All right. You're great. The audience will be happy to hear from you. Uh, you now have Billy's number so we can uh, connect more on the Levitard show. I'm really looking forward to that, guys. Right, Thanks. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the week, man. Folks, Mother's Day is around the corner, and let me talk to you about 1-800-Flowers. I can't wait. Every year to tradition, I send stuff to my mother, my mother-in-law, and my wife because they are three amazing moms. They're better than all your moms out there. You think you have good moms? No, I have good moms in my life. I'm just kidding. This was a little harsh. I'm sure you guys all have good moms too. From your mom to the mother of your children and all the moms in between, this Mother's Day, give back to the ones that have given you everything. 1-800-Flowers helps you celebrate all amazing moms from homemade bouquets, sweet treats, gourmet food, and one-of-a-kind gifts ordered easily and delivered fresh. For a limited time, you can save up to 40% off Mother's Day bestsellers at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Don't wait. Order today and save up to 40% at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. The Dan Lebitard Show with Stu Gutz is presented by DiGiorno. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code DAN for a special offer when you sign up. That's code DAN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. And we're back. Hey. Hey, hey. what's going on? How'd it feel? Uh, it felt great. Yeah? It's yes. a fun thing to say. <laughs> yeah, but you jumped right in there, so I appreciate that. that yeah, I'm not, I don't want to leave nice you hanging, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, Will Levis is going to join us in a few minutes. Chris, how do you Ooh. feel about Will Levis? Because he kind of ruined your season. I mean, we have to, we got to pin him down because right. he single handedly, well, the Dolphins lost games afterwards, but that was the beginning of the downfall. Well, had they won that game, they would have won the division, right? In hindsight, like, I don't think at that moment they would have. They would have had home field. Yes. They would have had to win against yes. the Cowboys and yes. stuff. Like, where the season ended up, with one more win, they would have. So it's like. No, Billy's right, though. They would not have faced the Chiefs. They would have won that but division. You could say they that would if have they, had. If they right. beat the Ravens, if, right. if they won one more game. But hold on a second. So let's now let's now rewind, and yeah. someone's mm-hmm. going to fact check this, and it's all going to be wrong. But right. if the yes. season ended three weeks ago. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If the season. Okay. So Seven if, weeks ago. No, really. No, no, no. It's, re- <laughs> it's, it's, it's really if the season ended with three minutes left in the fourth quarter of the Titans week. Right. Yes. If the season would have ended with three minutes left in the Man. fourth quarter, they would have won. They would have been hosting the Steelers probably, right? Well, uh, then we'd have to see who they were playing yeah. and what the thing would have been. That we're way. not going to get this right. but no, Not do. a chance. Right. Not a chance. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. But they definitely win the division, right? Because they have one more win than yeah. Buffalo. And they host. Yeah. So they host a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, it's not Kansas City mm-hmm. probably. And, yeah. and then you could also start playing the games of, well, they're already in and they're going to be hosting. Do we start resting people? Yeah. Then do we avoid injuries? 
Brees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you like a quarterback who likes to show off the guns like that, though? I kind of do. I, I mean, love a quarterback that, because see, Brock Purdy has done this where he he's not a big, like when he runs for a first down, he doesn't get up. He doesn't like, there's none of this. There's no right. showboating. Yeah. But at the end of the game, right. he let out one big like, yeah, it was yes. nothing like Will Levis though. Will yeah. Levis had the best one of those of the whole season. Well, Will to- Levis is wearing the shirt up high on purpose, he's right? Got the eye yes. black, the veins everywhere. You know what I mean? To, everywhere. You want me to tell you a Brock Purdy story? Sure. So get this. So we're at media night, right? And we're there when they're like, all the, the teams are there and they do a thing. And then it, the Chiefs come out first and the Chiefs do all of their media availability. Then they have almost like a ceremony in which the Chiefs are almost like passing the yes. torch to the 49ers. We're on the stage together and then Dapping they cross paths. Sure. And then they start doing like dual interviews. So like they're talking to the Chiefs and then they're talking yeah. to the 49ers. And they're talking to them together. The two quarterbacks and, together. George Kittle and Kelsey together. Like yeah. Positions. And, and, Interesting. And Scott Hanson is the one hosting it. Of course it. he is. And he's there and he's <laughs> trying to kind of, by the way, Scott Hanson had like an all-time great social media moment that I'm sure was him joking because there's no way that he thought it. So Patrick Mahomes is on the stage with all the guys, right? And he takes a selfie, and Scott Hansen's in the middle of it because Scott Hansen is the one hosting. Yeah. Right. And then Scott Hansen writes something along the lines of, when Patrick Mahomes asks you to take a selfie, you take a selfie. And it's like, Scott. Scott, <laughs> I don't know that Patrick even knows that you're in this picture, yeah. buddy. Like, I hate to, I don't think you're tagged. You know what I mean? He didn't ask you. Yeah. <laughs> you just happened to be there hosting it. Okay. So anyways. Two guys are strong and yes. handsome. Yeah. So, I was just so thinking that. When, when we're at media night, something interesting is occurring. And right. it, could, it could just be the crowd that was there that night. But I'm assuming if the crowd is there, we're going to see a similar situation to the Super Bowl. The Chiefs were the villains. Like, yeah. everything yes. the Chiefs yep. did, they were booed. Everything the 49ers did, they were cheered. Mm-hmm. Everything. And you see that Patrick Mahomes is kind of, like, laughing, and he's, like, kind of taking, you know, like, oh, my God, like, this is not yeah. a familiar role. Right. And Travis Kelsey loves it. He's just, it. like, he's waving his loves towel. It. Well, he's the reason for he's it. He's trying I mean. to <laughs> agitate everyone. Like, he's, like, super into being yeah. the villain, right? Yes. Hey, Sean Merriman. Anyways, so then... Super Bowl week, uh, Radio Row, that's what it's all about. Okay. I mean, you're sitting here, you're talking with friends, and Joe Merriman walks by. Okay, so he's eating it all up, right? And and then they're just like, when they have the two teams there talking to each other, they're just trying to get them to basically talk crap to each other and, like, get the crowd excited or whatever, right? And then they go to Brock Purdy, right? and they ask him something, and you couldn't even hear yeah, what he was yeah. saying. It was so low. It was almost right? like it was, comically, like he was whispering. It was so quiet. Less than cooks. And you don't understand. You know what happened right after that? It was so, so quiet. What happened? That then the crowd just started chanting, Purdy, oh, Purdy. Like they were trying to I'm amp him. By the they're trying already. to amp him up right. for the Super Bowl. Ooh, yes. Like they're like, oh, he doesn't have enough energy. We need to get behind our guy. And at that moment when everybody was chanting Purdy, I was there at Allegiant Stadium and I'm looking around and I'm looking at the ceiling, which somehow we heard a helicopter flying over our head yeah. through the, the ceiling, which what? I didn't understand. Yeah, so like we're there and I'm looking and I'm just kind of taking in the thing. And also here's another thing that we're talking about Allegiant Stadium. You know that Al Davis torch that Pointing never goes out? Camera. Yes. It was out. It wasn't on. They didn't turn it on for that. Really? Event. So apparently, you know, no one's there. It's off, and they forgot everyone was going to be there because that torch was 100% For off. For media not nights? On. It was not on. It kicks off the Super Bowl week. The torch was not on. Really? I don't know if something happened. I don't mm. know if, you know, Al Davis, he's gone, but... They had that. They had that thing off. It wasn't on. Shame I was on looking that. at it. Yeah. It's massive. So I wanted to see it, and it was off. It was so strange. Right. 
So anyways, so I'm there and I'm, I'm watching way, the Sean stadium. Marion I'm has a, real fast. He's yeah. walking right behind us. He has a briefcase. Well, of course he does. It's just Radio Row Super Bowl. Not see him as a briefcase. It's guy. a business That's trip. Him right there in the back. <laughs> telling you the doors. It is a business. I'm sorry, Billy. Go ahead. It's just when Sean Marion walks by with a briefcase, you got to stop everything. You got to let Billy cook. He's in the middle of five stories wrapped into one. Briefcases are coming back. I tried to tell you guys about this. You didn't want to listen to me. Right. Anyways. Yes. So as I'm there and I'm looking at this stadium, which is really what I wanted to do, I'm taking in the stadium, doing all this stuff, and then everybody's chanting, "Purdy, Purdy, Purdy," and I thought to myself. And and I could look like a fool in a couple of days if he has like some, you know, game for the ages and he becomes an all time great and yeah. all this stuff, right? Which is another which is another thing, right? <laughs> right? It's another thing because I see people saying like, you know, if he wins the Super Bowl, he he then enters that elite quarterback no, he yeah. doesn't. No, which he doesn't. is insane no. right? because if he, he wins one game he's elite but if he loses the game it's right. like nah he's, he's not just, elite he's never just mind. trying to earn respect uh, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl you gotta, earn a, li- you okay. gotta okay. earn a little respect before you get to being an all time great so, so as I'm watching the crowd have to hype up Brock Purdy for the Super Bowl the biggest game of his group Purdy Purdy because he's there and he's like hey you know I'm Talking like Coogs. And he's whispering, Twice right? I made that joke. Yeah. <laughs> no one gets it how except we, for us. How do we acknowledge it so it doesn't happen a third time? What do you need so that we make sure we don't right. get it? We got it. We got yeah. it. Okay. Do you want to explain Coogs? No, people know. Okay, they know. Okay. <laughs> so they're chanting, Purdy, Purdy. And he's like, and they're trying to get them all hyped and all excited and all that stuff. And I, I was kind of like, man, we're going to look back in like 15 to 20 years and be like, this is is one of the strangest te- like players, yeah. or not strangest, but like the least like excitable pay- players <laughs> that a fan base has gotten behind. Because like you know when you go on a championship run, every team has like that reserve guy or like that guy that's like overlooked that you're like, yes. oh my god, this guy's now a legend right. for our team forever, and it's like no other team that person. Theirs is on. their quarterback. <laughs> Theirs is their quarterback. It's almost like he's a kicker. Theirs is their quarterback. Brock Crazy. Purdy is the guy that they're like, oh, we rally behind, and if they lose, they're gonna look back like years from now and be like why the hell was that guy our quarterback and how did we get to the Super Bowl with him? Like, God, we were a quarterback away and Kyle Shanahan couldn't find a quarterback. It's so funny. Um, well, they have to lose and get blown out, right? Like, if they lose a close game, Purdy has the lead late, then uh, Mahomes drives him down the field. This What's is, happening this over there? This is an important update. What? So earlier yesterday, or today, I don't even know what date it is. Earlier yesterday, I think, we uh, the Golik and Gojo, or Gojo and Golik, uh, cast left out their prediction board for the Super Bowl yes. and who was playing and we decided we were going to add our own predictions to said board. Right. And here we are and they've done a show and they have not been removed. Oh, They're still well, on Joe there. Joe Biden's yeah. vote was removed. No, in fact... Uh- was it? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. disrespectful <laughs> to the president of the United States. I, w- I was actually on with them, and they went over my pick, Billy, and that they kept is, it up there. They took down the president's yeah. prediction. I, they still, did. I see Juju's there. I see Lucy's. I see Billy's. Yeah, yes. they took down Unbelievable. Just, I mean, I, they're down the middle. You know, they don't want to show it. I mean, you get Biden on the show. It's Super Bowl. It's Radio Row. You get them on. You don't put the score up. Bite in or bite out. <laughs> yeah. If you ever get him, put that one, save that one. If you ever get him on God bless you football, have me getting Joe yeah. Biden for the show. By the way, during that Brock Purdy story, Billy inspired me. 49ers fans, well, he didn't inspire me. He inspired a thought. 49ers fans should purr for Brock Purdy. Mm. Imagine an entire stadium. That's a purr to you? I mean, I'm a, I'm a human. That's more of a that's meow. That's a meow. Yeah, that's a meow. purr is yeah. like just a throat vibration. No, you, you got it pretty good. Yeah. No, that's more of a look. If the entire stadium was purring for Purdy, that would be, uh, it would be like, you'd be able to feel it. Right. 
I mean, Coog's had that, that idea a I week was, ago. I'm just doing a Coog's <laughs> impression right now where I started whispering into the microphone. Let's, let's all Purdy go in the let's break. All this per, let's all Purdy. 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 Nope, We're doing different things. <laughs> rough, rough. Will Levis next. <laughs> Very excited about this. Radio Rose Super Bowl week. Will Levis, the Titans mm -hmm. quarterback, going to join us, but he's joining us to talk about ping pong. Yeah. Interesting. The PNG Battle of the Paddles. Uh, Will, what's going on? Thank you for joining us. What are you doing with Battle of the Paddles? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, cool to have, have the offseason to be able to do a couple cool, uh, you know, engaging things like this. And we got eight NFL players in a, in a heated competition of ping pong. Um, I'm repping Old Spice in the PNG Battle of the Paddles is the second one. So luckily or thankfully uh, invited to compete in it. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's going to be tough competition. I think I'm a decent player myself, but I'm definitely sweating it a little bit. But, uh, you know, I got I'm repping Old Spice and they're going to get me with their swagger any first minute and I'll be all good. But I'm a decent player. I think I got a shot. Um, I'm more of a defensive player, um, more so than an aggressive player. So we'll see. Hopefully my opponents will make mistakes, not me. Now I'm a big Old Spice guy and I need to know what's the perfect amount of swipes we're doing here. Mm. <laughs> I'm a big six swipe guy. I'm a six swiper. And I think that's the perfect amount. I'm a, I'm a three swiper. Ooh. Um, wow. Sometimes, sometimes four, I'd say. Um, yeah. If but, you're feeling a little saucy. You know, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a solid deodorant guy, too. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the white deodorant guy. Ooh, so I can't get wow. much or else. You know, you can't get the residue on there. Right. And, right. and have, it, have it showing up on the shirt. You, so, do you start, um, you start yeah. up or down on right. your three? You go big, up, down, I up. Or, uh, important question. Start, yeah. Now we see him. Oh, there he is. There you go. There we go. Sometimes the fourth day. Yeah. All right. You check the weather. How do you decide if it's a fourth day or not? Ooh, I think, yeah, I'd stick the arm outside. I'm, yep. I'm usually a sweaty guy, so I'm going to be sweating regardless. But gotcha. um, yeah. sometimes if it's reaching the, in the 70s range, we might go for that fourth or fifth. Mm -hmm. uh, Will, with ping pong, are you with me on sandpaper paddles only? That's it. Sandpaper paddles. I love I love me a sandpaper paddle. I can't, yep. I can't have, you know, too much um, too much cushion there yes. or else I don't get the, the right bounce that I, that I need. Uh, so... Definitely a big sandpaper power are, guy. Are you a spinner? You, you do the, the spin, the ball starts, you know, kind of going all over the place? Uh, sometimes. I mean, I don't know what kind of regulations we're working with in this tournament. Sometimes I know uh, that that's frowned upon in some, in some environments. But, uh, you know, I, I like to get away with it when I can. Uh, but I want to be too aggressive because I don't know, I don't necessarily have the best control with it. I know my strengths, my weaknesses. Like I said, I'll stick to the backhand and I'll stick to, you know, the straight up and uh, back and forth play. So you have guns, man. Like you really do. Yeah. So I'm wondering, do you play ping pong in a tank top? How does that work? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, whatever I'm, whatever I'm wearing. I was saying, right. actually, it's been a while since I've played, so it'll be interesting. But uh, we, we need to get one in the locker room here in Tennessee. We don't have one yet. But um, I was definitely, you know, after practice, getting in there in, in our pads, playing in college all the time. Will, you mentioned things being frowned upon, and I have to tell you, you caused a lot of frowns for us. <laughs> so this is a show of Dolphin fans. And, and we, had, fan. we had this big show event scheduled around Monday Night Football, yeah. and it was a big thing. Fans mm -hmm. were coming out. We had a stage. Everyone was so excited. They were playing your team, the Tennessee Titans. And it was looking great for a while, and then you decided, yeah. I want to make a lot of people miserable at this watch party that we did. I'm going to yeah. score 48 points in three minutes. In three, in three seconds, you scored about 70 times, and then yeah. you ruined that game, and you were very delighted and very happy. And by the way, you caused a lot of frowns amongst the show and amongst the fans, but you also made a lot of the fans very happy that like to watch us suffer. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a question there? Thanks for that. <laughs> I, I was going to say, say uh, well, I'm glad that at least some of your fans of your show got some uh, – 
got some excitement out of that. But I mean, heck of a game. Definitely. Um, probably the most exciting win I've been a, been a part of in, in the league so Is far. that the so, most um, your veins and your arms and your neck have ever shown on TV? I want this God, guy to be my quarterback. You look yes, so yeah. good after that final <laughs> touchdown. I just have to let you know that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's amplified. You know, when you're down in Florida, like I said, I'm a sweaty guy, so I was probably a little dehydrated at that point. So uh, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. um, but, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty crazy when I went back and saw that video. Uh, I looked like a an insane person how great did this season feel for you because obviously you didn't have the draft night that you were expecting or hoping for just to come out and kind of prove all of the teams wrong that kind of let you just sit there that first day yeah no i mean i didn't i didn't want to prove any teams wrong i wanted to just prove my team right and that the titans made the right decision in taking me um i i, I didn't want where i was getting drafted or, or at what point to determine you know my work ethic and how i was going to approach this season and, um, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm glad that it ended the way it did. I, I really my, my goal personally f for this season was I wanted to leave and this even before I got drafted was I wanted to you know exit this season with the confidence that this organization believes in me as the guy going forward. So I, I, I think that I'm in a good spot in that respect. And um, it, it's been a really cool year. And, you know, obviously the craziness starting on that draft night to get to this point, um, you know, I, I would have taken that if you would have asked me, you know. What was the most uncomfortable moment in terms of when you're replacing a Ryan Tannehill and you're in the same quarterback room? Like, I know you guys are both professionals, but there has, it has to be a little awkward at times. Very, very. I mean, uh, he handled it as well as anyone possibly could have, I believe. Um, and he was just an excellent teammate and an excellent, you know, friend for me. But um, there's always that, you know, sense of just, you know, uncomfortable, uncomfortable ability. But uh, it, it was great. And, 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 like I said, like he, he was a great teammate and um, at times that there were that kind of uneasiness, I feel like it was diffused very, very quickly. I made the, it's discomfort, I think. I made that yeah. same mistake on the air. That's why I know, okay? I, I've made it oh, a hundred times. Oh, yeah, I tried to do it the same exact way. And me correcting you Don't is, worry about is, it. is laugh out loud funny. I am wondering here, and we'll get you out of here in just a second. If I gave Derrick Henry, your running back, a 20-yard head start, yeah. how much money would I have to pay Will Levis to try to tackle him? Yeah. Oof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, it's, it's in the seven figures. Right. I'm going to go like 4.5. Right. What? 4.5 million and not a penny less. That would right? be a six swipe day, too. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, congratulations on your success. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for wrecking the Dolphin season. Yeah. Uh, one more time on the way out, though. Uh, tell us what you're doing with Battle of the Paddles and, of course, Old Spice. And you did that seamlessly at the front end, by the way. But. Yeah, PNG's second annual battles for the battle for the paddles. I'm repping Old Spice. Eight NFL players going at it on the ping pong table. You can tune into Overtime Seasons YouTube channel tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern, to watch us duke it out. Will you be wearing the eye black? No eye black. No okay. indoor event. <laughs> but, yeah, no. But you thought about it though. Thank you, man. Yeah. We appreciate it, Will. Hey, listeners, it's Mike Ryan, and I've changed a lot over the course of 20 years that you've known me. I've gone from unlikable to, well. My hair has changed, but my point is, while a lot's changed over our relationship, there's one thing that hasn't changed one bit, and that's a great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite has sparked this debate way back in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. They keep it simple. It's got undebatable quality, great taste, 96 calories, you know all those things. It's a beer that strips everything away 
that you don't need and holds on to what matters most. But with Miller Lite, you don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. It's both those things. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Dan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. The Dan Lebitard Show with Stugatz is brought to you by Bayer Aspirin, the official sponsor of Fans Hearts. We're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code DAN for a special offer when you sign up. That's code DAN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Super Bowl week, Radio Row. Things are starting to pick up, boys. Yes, Things sir. are starting to pick up on a Wednesday. <laughs> Why did I just do Mad Dog right there? What are you looking at me for? You're so happy. I am. I love it here. I'm just happy that you're happy. <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, no, you're not. Well. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Juju, you buying that? Nah, he's not happy for you at all. <laughs> really? You, it's, it's in the eyebrows. Whenever Billy eyebrows do that one thing, he yeah. lying, y'all. Can I tell you something? I just realized I brought my contacts. I was gonna put them on, and yeah. I forgot to put them on. I was, I was intending to wear contacts today. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel underdressed next to both of you. I got to be honest. I mean, no one looks better on Radio Row than Juju today. And nah, Billy, you look man. fantastic. <laughs> Thank Appreciate you. Close seconds. Thanks. <laughs> you do look spiffy today, bro. You got on the jacket. You, you look like a model, brother. I, I dressed. Uh, I dressed kind of like an adult for the first time. Yeah. In in forever. Yeah, and, it looks uh, good on you. Thank you, I appreciate no, that. No, no, no. You you look fantastic at the mother, uh, the daddy daughter dance you went to. Oh my God, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, Billy Gill. So I have a question for you about that, Juju. Yeah. So I'm told that Cam is here somewhere. Right? Cam who? Cam, Cam Newton is here. Oh, my stylist, your boy. No, yeah, yeah no, my bo- my yeah. So Cam Newton is here somewhere, my stylist, assistant stylist, and I want to go up to him and say hello, but one, I don't think he's going to remember that segment at all. Yes, he will. And two, I don't know the proper approach to go up to him and be like, hey, remember me? You helped me pick out a suit for me. No, I got you. I got you, brother. I walk over there with you. I got you. He'll know who you is. And then do I show him a photo from the dance? Do not show him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. After about 30 seconds of conversation, how you been? How's the family? How is the quarterback, uh, Brock Purdy, coming along? Uh, that, and yeah. then you get into look here. This I was. is this is what I'm thinking. My small talk with him also is like, so how's it going? Like how how are the interviews? How's Radio Row going so far? Yeah. Like you doing? Are you doing the sponsor sandwich? Like what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Right. Like cam sandwich. Exactly. How's that going? <laughs> you know what I mean? Cam you do. Right. TM. We talk shop first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. now we're like, uh, you know, obviously he's a, a famous, successful quarterback. Yeah. He's a national champion too, right? Did he win? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's the, the only. Yeah. He's, he's the Heisman a, Trophy winner. Listen, he's the only quarterback in the history of football to win the Heisman, to win a national championship, and to be the NFL MVP. Come on, man. Put respect on my dog. Crazy, I just man. didn't remember if he was winning Auburn one. Anyway, so yeah, the point man. the point is, yeah, but now we're like co-workers in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, yep. not in the same company, <laughs> but like we're in the same industry. So like, we're kind of like, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Billy, in this industry, you're bigger than he is. I hate to tell you. I'm uh, most no, definitely no, not. Like that is that. delusion yes, on your that. part. Like, I think, Billy, I think if you walk past Cam's set, okay, uh-huh. you won't have to say a word. A, I think Cam will remember you. I, no. don't, I don't. I wouldn't put too many eggs in that basket. Why? It's, it's, Thank you. It's just a lot of guys walking around looking like guys in here. Yep. And dare I say, Billy Gill is like an attractive guy right now. So he needs an introduction. I'm just, some, ra- I, I, I'm just some random white dude. Let's be real. Uh, can we, can, ah, man, that's... Juju, can Semantics. we can we at least see if he needs an actual introduction? I like, do. I'm not okay. Yeah. Can okay. I, let the, that can, would be fun. Let I want to see. Like, maybe yeah, yeah. G- give Cam some credit. Maybe he remembers Billy, and you know, he'll let's, say hello to let's him. Let's play out how today is going to go. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to sit here. <laughs> We're going to do the interviews that we have scheduled. Yep. yep. We have a lot of interviews scheduled for today. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to do that, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to go to the bathroom once or twice, okay. Thank drink you for some that. water, drink yep. some Gatorade, uh-huh. nice. and then at the scheduled time, I'm going to I'm gonna leave, and we're probably not going to interact in any way whatsoever. <laughs> that's how today's going to go. Well, that's what Radio Row and Super Bowl week is all about. <laughs> but I'm saying in relation, in regards to Cam Newton, that interaction is just not going to happen at all. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see him. I'm uh, going to I, I honestly want to get him up here on the stage, but he's, he's working. Like, he's here to work. He's not here to play around. Right. So I don't know. I think he's here the next. He's here today, tomorrow, and Friday. Okay. And I don't know if our schedules are going to align so that we can kind well, of like talk to him. The way all. I recall our conversation with him, we've had him on twice. We had him on the main show. We had him on God Bless Football. Yeah. Uh, I recall him saying he's leaving a seat open for us. He expects us to go on his show. That's just a thing that you say. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a he nice. He's just being nice to me. Well, yeah, because right. if you see where he's positioned over there, <laughs> there's there's security like there's extra measures of security to get into the serious area that right. we're not even going to be able to get to him. Right. You know what I mean? Accountability, 2024 about accountability. You what? said it's a home and home, and in the words of Martin Payne and Bartonell Hill, yeah. it's my turn to be on your show, brother. Yeah, but what he doesn't know, what I and perhaps I should said this earlier is two people that I know very well and one person that Billy knows is Bianca. No, I did not put a booger <laughs> on you. I did not I would not do that to that jacket. Other jackets of yours I would, but but not that one. It would blend in with that jacket. It though. would kind well, of red, flat shade of tape. This jacket was like thirty bucks. Well, super sick. That is a that. splurge for Billy. <laughs> I mean, seriously, uh, I know two people on his production staff. One of them, you know, Bianca. So I okay. mean, I think they're going to recognize you, Billy. I think they're expecting you to come yeah, over. So, yeah, that's exactly. What I, on their rundown for the day, they have like just open slots, like in Billy. case in case Billy walks over, he can join the show. Yeah, uh, I liked Will Levis. Now it's. It's different for me, okay, because he didn't wreck my season. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers did on the third or fourth snap of the season. My offensive line wrecked my season, not Aaron. I yeah. wanted to not did like you, him. I know, and you I liked wanted him. To I not hate like when him. that happens. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. you I wanted to like dislike him. Why y'all do that, bro? Why y'all want to not like that young, uh, because, successful brother? Because at our, at, at our watch party, he wrecked the Dolphins season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, did. he really did. He that. did it for real. Salute. That's how the Bills really came through. Salute to Will Levis and the Boys, Tennessee Titans, y'all always coming through. Tighten mm, up. Yeah. I see y'all. How about the Niners on this soggy field, man? Like, they won't stop complaining <laughs> about it. It's like, but they keep practicing on it. Yeah. It's like they're putting it out there. So, hey, in the event that we don't, we don't play well on Super Bowl Sunday and we lose the game, we were practicing on a soggy field. So you think this is just an early <laughs> excuse for them? For Kyle Shannon, that's all he does. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's all he does. I mean, go get a good quarterback. Yeah, uh, you know, you okay. draft Trey Lance, you move up to get him, you trade him to Dallas because he likes winning with mediocre quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's my take, man. Hmm. Uh (laughs) He got to a Super Bowl with Garoppolo. He got to a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. What point, can I ask you something about uh, just Super Bowl week and Radio Row and all that? Yeah. At what point do you start getting sad? Ooh. Mm. 
sad because the week is coming to an yeah, end. Yeah, sad um, because because you love this. I like, do love you it. You love yeah. this like no one else. I'm upset that we have to do. You know, we're getting pulled away from Radio Row for for some rehearsals for our live shows. I'm not happy. I mean, I understand why we have to do it, but I'd like to just stay here, right. especially Wednesday and Thursday. I would say probably. I would say Thursday around four or five o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it starts to set in. Like I'm not going to see you again until next year. Yeah, well, and especially because we have the live show, and your your flight is like so early. I don't know how you're going to get from that live show to your flight and make it on time. What do you mean? So Friday, we're not even going to. Oh, spoiler alert! Friday, we're not even going to be here Damn. because okay. you're flying out right away. I have. I've. I've do you had, want me to stay later? I've had people come up, maybe you know, make uh, like pitches for us, like you want to join on Friday, and I've just. I've kind of. I'm gonna tell you this. No. Okay. I'm gonna tell you this. Right. I haven't said no yet. Okay. Yeah. Don't. You know what I mean? Don't. We don't. I could change the flight. We don't. We don't have an assigned slot. <laughs> uh, I'll but I it, haven't said no yet, I'll, just in case. I'll take it one step further. I could. I could leave Saturday morning. I Man. could. You. You live uh, listen, a very just, stressful travel life. No, like I, you no, live no, this life no, where like no. every every travel plan understand. for you is in pencil. Right. Nothing is. Nothing is assigned. Nothing is said. It's just always maybe, maybe, maybe. And it's I can't live like that. It's I, way too stressful. I become a uh, a master of of traveling. I really have. Have I've, you? I've traveled so much for for my daughter's lacrosse over the last year and a half, I guess, that it's I really mastered right. it. Yeah. So she has a game on Saturday, but the game's kind of later in the afternoon. I could, in theory, leave Saturday morning if you wanted me to, Billy. Yeah, but yeah. I I'm flying out Friday night, so I can't. Uh, okay. And I, can, I and I don't have the arrangement, and the, I don't have. I don't have the uh, pull that you have within the company to just say, I'm staying an extra day. You're going to have to cover well, this for me. You know what right. I mean? I could leave Friday night, though, is what I'm saying. We it's could come back It's crazy that y'all yeah. are leaving Friday. That's ridiculous. I know. I'm I leaving know. Sunday. You feel me? Because it's Dude. like, why, why come to Super Bowl week if you're not going to party so, Friday and Saturday? I'm like, so stressed out about. I'm the so Gronk str- Beach party. I know. That's Gronk what I'm so Beach. stressed out about because they're well, texting Beach, me. And not only that, I got uh, I got invited <laughs> on Friday night. I got invited to Kelsey's party. So, I mean. Nah, bro. You need to send me that one. Who? Who's party? I mean, <laughs> Travis Kelsey? Kelsey? Having, like, Travis the, and Jason. Travis Kelsey should not be having a party uh, two uh, days before the Super well, Bowl. Well, I don't think he is. I think Jason is in the Kelsey family, I believe. Yeah. Mm. That's the way it's Is working. it like a family dinner you got invited to? Uh, no, it's a party. Oh, okay. <laughs> a family dinner. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe it's you know, one of the cousin's <laughs> birthday or something. <laughs> invite you over. <laughs> no. I don't know. Uh, Takes oh, me your invite. I'm going to pull up as you. He wants me to stay, Juju, till Friday night. Who does? You do. No, I don't. Well, you got to tell me the name so I can make the proper decision. Well, that's the thing. I'm not going to stay for a party. I love those guys. I'm not going to stay for Grand Beach. I can't. Yeah. My daughter has a game. I'm not going to miss it. Friday night, though, that's another story. Kids complicate things, huh? Because, uh, <laughs> like, that's my that's my big that's my big thing too, right? Is because like I cannot, in good faith, tell my wife I'm staying an extra day to go to a party with the Gronkowskis when <laughs> she's been dealing with, my, or she's been you know taking care of my two daughters who have been sick for a week, and then I'm like, you know what? You know, I know you're expecting me because my flight is a red eye, right? Because I'm already getting there now on Saturday, early Saturday, and. Truth be told, I'm going to be completely useless because I'm getting there at 7 a.m. and like I can't I can't sleep on a plane, so I'm going to be worthless on Saturday. <laughs> so then, even if I say like, "Hey, can I stay an extra day?" Then I'm just worthless on Sunday, right? Because it would be the same flight on Sunday. So then I've I've taken like now 10 days basically. Yes. Yeah. I remember feeling that when my kids were younger, but yeah. you know, my kids are out of the house. So but I also Abby's like he's probably enjoying the hell out of herself. Here's right here's now. where here's <laughs> Abby and Rachel. Here's where the conflict. And Emma, don't leave Emma. Emma, so yeah. Emma, you got to know. Here's where the conflict is, though. 
I, how many more times can we blow off the Gronkowskis before they just stop inviting us places? That's what I'm saying. Send Ooh. me them invites, bro. I'm going to pull up for y'all, and I'm we're going to rock it, bro. All right, we're going to make it work. Gotcha. We're going to make it work. <laughs> uh, Billy, who is joining us uh, coming up next year? What are we talking about? So we have Will Levis on this episode. We have right. Kaylin Kaler coming up with Damn. us today. And we have, I don't know what this says. That says Matthew Berry. <laughs> okay. I thought that said Mac Brown. I'm like, we do not have Mac Brown on today. What did you write? But Radio Row Super Bowl week, you never know. I mean, I be, Matt Barnes. It could be. Yeah, uh, Matt Barnes. <laughs> we could get Matt Barnes. I want to get Cam Newton up here if we can make that happen. Okay. I do. Uh, Billy doesn't think I'm excited because we have a big guest that you're not going to hear from today that we are about to interview, and you guys are going to love this, but you're going to have to wait. Exactly. And he's right behind the camera right You're now. You're not going to say his name. I'm not going to say who it You're is. You're not going to say his name. Nope. <laughs> I thought he'd be bigger. Oh, my okay, God. I love that. I'm, I'm teasing. I'm Shut up. I'm joking. <laughs> You're not going to say his name. Can you give them a hint? Nope. I can give him a hint. Can I give him a hint? Sure. Yeah. His quarterback is not named Tua. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> That could be a million people. <laughs> right. You feel me? Hey, if you know, you know. Are you tired of walking through Radio Row and people telling you how good you look? Absolutely not. Salute all the love happening all around the building, man. I love Vegas. Yeah. Vegas loves the kid, man. You're, you're going to play some blackjack with me tonight, huh? Absolutely. I can't wait, bro. I ain't never I ain't never gambled before in my life other than on them Celtics. So mm. I can't wait to learn more from the kid himself. Yes. My big brother. I was explaining to him how to play blackjack outside before. Yeah. We have you want to play with us, Billy? No, thank you. What do you mean? It's not, and it's not because of Juju. <laughs> <laughs> we were also discussing how stank Chris Cody breath was last night. Oh, oh <laughs> I told you not. Billy wasn't happy for me. <laughs> it's not because of Juju. <laughs> Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey listeners, it's Mike Ryan, and I've changed a lot over the course of 20 years that you've known me. I've gone from unlikable to, well, my hair has changed. But my point is, while a lot's changed over our relationship, there's one thing that hasn't changed one bit, and that's a great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite has sparked this debate way back in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. They keep it simple. It's got undebatable quality, great taste, 96 calories, you know all those things. It's a beer that strips everything away that you don't need and holds on to what matters most. But with Miller Lite, you don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. It's both those things. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Dan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.